Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. The city of Berkeley, California, and the university which feeds its economy have been doing strange things in the name of liberalism for so long that nothing much surprises outsiders anymore, regardless of which way they lean politically. There's nothing wrong with doing something in the name of liberalism, just as there's nothing wrong with doing something in the name of conservatism, if the act springs from a sincerely held belief. But the city's latest venture into the murky world of political correctness seems a bit over the top, even for Berkeley. A new city ordinance that recently won unanimous city council approval dictates that henceforth a manhole can no longer be called a manhole. When the changes take effect, Berkeley will have no more manholes, only maintenance holes. Mustn't forget that women sometimes go down those things too, although one wonders why either gender would find such a job appealing. It usually stinks down there. The change is one of some 40 revisions to Berkeley's city code and all of the city's printed forms. All gender-specific words will be neutered. Words like manpower, it's gone, replaced by workforce or human effort. Nothing will be referred to any longer as man-made. It will now be human-made. I have no quarrel with some of the progressive policies that have originated in Berkeley over the years. It was one of the first communities in the country to offer curbside recycling in the 1970s. Great idea, right? And Berkeley was also the first American city to tax beverages that contain sugar, a clear shot at obesity rates that should embarrass all Americans. But dictating that UC Berkeley's fraternities and sororities must henceforth be called collegiate Greek system residences seems an overreach. The same calls for a change from pregnant women to pregnant employees. I have no problem with the phrase pregnant women because I'd never seen a pregnant man. So maybe the phrase is a bit redundant. Much was made, and rightly so, of the recent 50th anniversary of Apollo 11's trip to the moon and astronaut Neil Armstrong's famous words when he stepped onto the lunar surface. Are we now to revise history by changing his words to, that's one small step for a person, one giant leap for personkind? What about our popular music? You make me feel like a natural person? Efforts like Berkeley's take a good idea too far. Why not just eliminate gender-specific pronouns in the city code and forget the other stuff? The city of Bowling Green endeavored last year to do exactly that. I was part of a citizens' commission that examined the city charter of Bowling Green, and personal pronouns were one of the matters that we all addressed. Let's assume there's language, for example, that says, if the mayor cannot serve out his term, the council shall appoint his successor. Well, that's simple. Just change the gender reference from his to his or her. I don't see how anyone could object to that. I support the notion of gender inclusivity, but I wonder where all this PC stuff will end. Will the day come when we can no longer make reference to, say, scotch tape? Because somewhere there might be an Irishman who's offended? Oops, I guess I can't say Irishman anymore either. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.